you have to slow down when you're with a guy who has children, especially if he's present. Okay. You have to slow down and pay attention. Hello and welcome to 40ish and Searching, a podcast where mature singles have mature relationship dialogue. I'm your host, Yannick, and as a single woman, I find myself constantly engaged in some pretty passionate discussions about dating and relationships. On this podcast, I'll be speaking with different guests every week about topics that are plaguing the relationship community. This show is dedicated to single women, 35 plus, who are looking for answers to some of the mysteries of dating. So listen, like, subscribe, and share. Here at 40ish and Searching, I hope you find what you're searching for. Hello and welcome to another episode of 40ish and Searching, where mature singles have mature relationship dialogue. I'm your host, Yannique, and my guest today is none other than Mr. Troy Rawlings. Hi, Troy. How are you? Let me tell you a little bit about him. Yannick is looking wonderful in here. You can't see it. She's <laughs> holding you. it down. <laughs> I have you, never Troy. seen her in a miniskirt. <laughs> Troy, and this goes without saying, is a comedian, <laughs> host, actor, speaker, and author, and is considered to be a triple threat. Originally hailing from Baltimore, Maryland, he has a gift for helping women and men talk openly about sex, love, and relationships. We love that on this show. Troy began his radio career in 2000 after becoming a radio personality and eventually starting his own entertainment marketing and promotion company. He continues to tour doing comedy, forums, and speaking engagements across the globe. Not to mention, he is a published author of several books, including But Naked Honest? The Troy Rawlings Morning Show podcast can be found on the LA Radio Now YouTube channel and other platforms. He's also currently touring with his Taboo Talk comedy tour and The Love Show. Troy's mission is to help men and women communicate better in love, and the tool that he uses is comedy. You can find him on all social media channels. Thank you, Troy, for being here. My pleasure. My pleasure. All right. Well, today's topic is about fatherhood. I want to talk to you about full-time fatherhood, so I'm glad that you're willing to to open up and and talk about your personal life with us so let's just dive right in shall we yes okay so we've heard the term daddy duty we've heard single father we've heard single dad what is the difference between all of those those i I think it's um because someone someone mentioned to me a while back and some people say Oh, you say full-time father, but your your daughter's mother is still living, or she's still around, or she's still, you know. And when I when I say full-time father, because I I started saying it, and a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Matt Presbury, he has a he has a uh, clothing line called Forever Father, Forever Fatherhood, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And but the full-time father piece was an answer to people that said, oh, you're doing daddy duties? It's like, hey, I'm a full-time father. My daughter's with me most of the time. Because daddy duties make it sound like, okay, you have your children on the weekend. And for those weekend dads, they realize that, okay, if you're really involved with your kids and you have them on a weekend, that's a short amount of time Mm -hmm. if you don't get to see them throughout the whole week. Right. So 
or if you like being the fun, if you're the fun dad and or, or parent, there's, there's some women out here that have their children on the weekends because they work all week. For me, when my daughter was born, I already had my entertainment side of my company, but I was also able to travel and make a good amount of money. But I start realizing that I wouldn't be, I, I couldn't travel and and not be around my daughter. Mm, I couldn't, mm-hmm. I didn't like traveling and being gone eight days, five days, four days. Yeah. Even though I saw that that was going to be a good way to make money. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that fear of not knowing what's going on with your kid. Like somebody, you're trying to find a babysitter because the mom's working too. So you mm-hmm. got to find a babysitter. And then right. if you both are away yeah. and this child can't talk. So it started from a place of concern and fear. It was like, oh. I really have to change some things in my life. I have a child now. And when I had my daughter, she was born. I cut the cord and I looked at her. I was like, what was I doing before you? Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, it just changed you. And some people say, oh, Troy, we know you were going to be a good father. You were a good guy. I was like, I know some good guys that aren't good fathers. Really? And no offense to them. Yeah. They're doing the best they can. Mm-hmm. But I know some people that sometimes hit, and because of their relationship with their child's mother, mm-hmm. they weren't always there as much as probably they would have liked um, on the outside. You know, I heard uh, had people sometimes saying they hadn't seen their children in months, you mm, know, and dang. and I realized early off that by the time my daughter was seven months, I could see most of her personality was in place. Like you miss a lot of time for fathers out there, new fathers, stuff like that. Parent, if you, <laughs> whatever you got to do to be around your child, be there because you from like birth to like five, that's a lot of stuff that happens in this child yeah. birth and birth to like three. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, I just wanted to be there. Okay. Like I, I didn't want to miss anything. I wanted to be there. It, it made me feel safe. Now it wasn't easy because all of a sudden you, you flipped the script on something. I literally came to California mm-hmm. to pursue and find out more about this entertainment production thing. Thank God I had different skills and like marketing promotion Mm-hmm. Been in radio. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a, sh- I'm not a licensed chef, but I've been cooking in restaurants since I was twelve. Oh wow! You know, have trades. You know, back in the day, you know, back in the day, you had to have, you had to have, know how to do something. Some skills. If you ain't want to be out in them streets, yeah. I'm from Baltimore. They had options for you waiting outside. <laughs> it's like, oh, you going to school? You going to deal with these drugs? It's okay. like, uh, how much your money y'all make? <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so the decision was was fairly easy for you that you wanted to be there for your daughter. So you made some adjustments. No one asked you, right? Your daughter's mother didn't ask you to slow down or change your career or no, anything like that. No, not at all. Not at all. And, and that, uh, probably the opposite because it, it doesn't become easy when you're not bringing in the consistent money. But mm-hmm. when you balance, I had to I had to look at everything. I was like, the amount of money that I'm going to go out and make on a part-time gig, mm-hmm. I'm paying that money directly to the babysitter because I'm not with my child. That makes sense. But yeah. and at the time, you know, if I'm making ten, twelve dollars an hour, or if I'm part time, then you know, it's enough to get some diapers and stuff like that. But if I, but if I focus on my business at home, and start booking other things, voiceover, this, that, and other, I can balance it out. And she's back out in the industry job. So at the time, we were trying to figure out if we we're going to be together or not. Mm-hmm. So it was early off when we, in my daughter's life, when we separated. I think she was. Um. I don't even know. Had she turned two? It was before she turned two. Okay. So she was still very young. And how old is she now? Uh, no, is no. That was old? she two yet? 
No, she wasn't two yet. Okay. Okay. So she's you... eleven now. Okay. Yeah, she's a. Okay. She'll be. She'll be not to not to date the show, but she'll be twelve soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's a whole nother whole nother world when okay. you got a eleven year old just looking at you like you're not cool, dad and. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for what you're doing. Well, we know no you're thing. cool. Yeah, and she'll. No, it's like it's she'll... it's all the stuff you hear parents going through. It's it's fun, but yeah. you know, people are like wait till she turn this. Wait till I said, look, I'm here for it all. Good, good. You know what I'm saying? So, so the full time father thing is not a knock on anybody. It's just saying that I don't. I preferably me mm-hmm. if I have to just find out how to do things and how to structure business stuff and deals to make money being available to my child. And it also allows her mom to be able to work the way she works in her career. And when she's available to spend time with my daughter, she does. But I just made a different choice for my mental well-being. Okay. So uh, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody, but for my mental well-being. And I I know how I felt when I was away. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to focus when I was worrying about my daughter. Yeah, that makes sense. You you can't. I couldn't. I couldn't. So, And I knew that about me. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody else is different. Mm-hmm. And and then me creating an atmosphere and everything and having a, a great village. When they say it's a, a great village around me and great people around me that help even little things they could do to help. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, and it goes so fast. Like I said, she'll be 12. Like we having conversations, she getting upset and I want to do it. I said, baby, you got six years. <laughs> I said in six years, when, when you turn 18, I, we could have this conversation and the ending can be totally different. It can be, it don't have to be go to your room. You can actually walk out and I'm like, hey, well, I got love for you here when you get back. <laughs> if you want, I can't stop you at 18, Sean. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Right now, though, yeah, it's dad's rules. And it's and it's not going to be easy. Not, I love what Michelle Obama said recently. Michelle Obama said recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Rowland was interviewing her on a on a podcast I saw. She said, Len, your daughters. So, so how's it? You work out being friends with them? And Michelle Obama looked at her like, girl, friends? I can't be friends with my daughters. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but she was like, I yeah. can't be friends with my daughters. There are going to be certain things as a parent yeah. that I have to say that she's not going to like. Yeah. And they're not going to like. They're not going to agree with. She said, as a parent, we're not here to be their friends. And we hear it all the time, and I've said it to my daughter exactly. recently. I said, she said, there are going to be some things that, like, they should first hear no at home. They should first be disappointed at home mm-hmm. before they turn 30, before they're out in the world. Yeah. She said, so I can't be their friends yeah. and be their parent because I'm going to have to tell them some things they don't like. Not while you're raising them. Yeah. Not Friend- while you're raising friendship them. Friendship can come you know later. What I'm saying? Yeah, friendship can come. And, yeah. It comes with adult, but you're still that I'd rather have. God willing, if my parents were still around, mm-hmm. I would have my parents. I want, because I need wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's good that we're friendly and we're becoming cordial. Yeah. But I remember when my mother was heavily strung out on drugs and I was down, she had moved downtown. I was down there one time and I'm talking, I'm just feeling myself and I'm cussing and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. just, you know, my mom's sitting there and she's half nodding out and she whispered, said, when did you get so comfortable cussing around me? And a chill went through my body. Because no matter how strung out and beat down everything she was at that time, she was still my mother. Wow. And I wouldn't do that when she was, when she, back in the day. Yeah. What, and I was, yeah, I was getting older and I might've been, I I, I was a teenager. I wasn't, I wasn't, um, I, cause when I was 18 is when, uh, my brother was in Louisiana and we moved her down to Louisiana. But, um, 
and she really got her life together. And but I just remember that chill that went through my body. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, don't forget. So that means we want stability. We have certain things that we have to learn. Yeah. And we did learn and it resonates with us. Yeah. You know, there's a biblical saying that says, train up a child the way they should go and when they get old, yeah. they won't depart from they it. Won't. And that's the that's the part where, you know, I'm waiting for my damn child to get old. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, don't I don't know. That. You know, I can say I can no. say it now because she ain't here. No. <laughs> this is for adults. This show is for adults. You're enjoying right. every minute of it. But yeah. yes, I hear you. Yeah. I, I I'm think enjoying every parents, minute. All parents say that, right? Yeah. So let's pivot a little bit because you've shared with us how you came to be a right. full-time father. But let's talk about how it affects your dating life. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> do do what? <laughs> Date who? <laughs> How has, you know, uh, being how a... Fact, how getting it, it in? How, is that what you asked me? Yeah, well, we can talk about that, too. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but as far as dating, I mean, what does that look like when you're responsible for the majority of the time for your daughter? I'm, I'm Plus, I'm kind of old school. So, um, and when I say old school, I don't want my daughter, like, she was, uh, I was, I was... She knew about one young lady I was dating, but she was, the young lady lived out of state. Okay. And um, we had known each other for years, and I trusted that young lady enough to introduce her to my daughter. Mm-hmm. But that was the only, that's the only person my daughter has ever met that she knew I had a love interest in besides her mom mm-hmm. in her life. Mm-hmm. So, and... Not necessarily by choice, but you just don't want everybody, and men and women, you just yeah. don't want everybody around your kids. Right, as you shouldn't. And, and they, they they, need to know, and I talk about this in my book, Butt Naked Honest, and you could always make sure you, if you email, if you email Unique and tell her you're interested in the book, we might be able to get you an ebook wherever you listen to this. I'll make sure Troy gets your information. Yeah, That's yeah, right. we get you an ebook <laughs> um, because you listen to the show. Um, Thank you, Troy. But what happened is what happened is one of the things I had to tell my friend. I was like, "Look, um, if you come in town to visit, mm-hmm. you kind of gotta stay at a hotel." Absolutely. Because because if my daughter's there, if my daughter's not there, mm-hmm. I don't mind you being there. But if you know, she's there, yeah, you yeah, and be. and and it was just, and I told my daughter, I said, "You." Unless I'm married to somebody, you mm-hmm. shouldn't see us going in the same bedroom and trying to figure out what. If that's my wife, that's something different. Yeah. And that's and we are family knit. But at the same time, I don't want my daughter thinking you can just do whatever you want mm-hmm. and there are no repercussions. When you, our children have enough on them now, politically, mm-hmm. where they where people are pushing on them to make adult decisions mm-hmm. at a young age. This kid will get upset about a cartoon they can't watch and minutes later be be wanting to play a game with you and you're going to try to make them make decisions about life now yeah. that's unfair Not ready. so so all that to say that that's a big part of flowing now I do I've dated mm-hmm. um since I since I've had my daughter and stuff like that and stuff but she just doesn't have to meet everybody yeah but at the same time it does help your interview process when you're talking to a young lady if there's certain things that you want to see. Because now I'm looking at the – I can go on a date, but if I'm thinking about serious stuff mm-hmm. with this person, it's like 
do they have the qualities that I want my daughter to see in a woman? So speaking of qualities, what are the criteria that you're looking for before you introduce a woman to your daughter? Got a big booty, <laughs> um, some hips and dips. <laughs> hips and dips. Because <laughs> before they, before she ever meet my daughter, okay. she gotta, I gotta look at him and be the like, important hey. things, of course, right, right, right. of course. She's got nice lips like your knee, and your knee got <laughs> some. Uh, I, well, this is an adult show, right? It I is say an adult show, yeah. She has those lips that look like they can, you know, <laughs> cool off a log fire. You hear I'm what I'm saying? I'm at three, two, three. Hey, she gave you all right. Brothers will, <laughs> brothers will put in a thousand one digits. No. Um, no, I, I just, old school, basic stuff, kindness. Kindness. Um, I'm a man of faith. I'm not so hardcore that it, that it, the person has to be a church go all the time because I'm not a church go all the time, but I'm a man of faith. I have faith in God. And, and I realized recently mm-hmm. how important that is to me, mm-hmm. my faith, the type of faith. And I mean, I'll be honest, you just want a woman to get a prayer up. It, but is that because you're a father? Did it become more important to you as you became? No, you no. I, I, my okay. faith was, I was, okay. I, I've always, I didn't come up as a PK or in church, but I was seeking God at a young age, and then my aunt and uncle in Philly, where I used to spend the summers at, were pastors. And it was Southwest Philly, 58th and Greenway. Anybody know about Southwest Philly? It was like Jamaican Boys Mafia around there and stuff like that. For real? It was hardcore. Okay. But I felt safer in that house on 58th and Greenway than I did in a county in Baltimore sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, I wondered why. My aunt at a young age taught me some things about just about God, about Christ, about the blood of Jesus. And that stuff stuck. So as a kid, you do something and it works. It's different from someone just telling you, you got to go to church. You got to do this. You got to. So my faith came from a different place. So I've always been that. And when it was God that told me to go get my mom. So it was certain, you know, so I, I may say get a prayer, but I had people you meet and stuff like that. And it was like, yeah, stuff hit the fan. Shit hit the fan. Can this person get a prayer up? Yeah. So that's, Is God going to listen to it? Yeah, that's important. That's, faith that's faith is an important thing. But also uh, femininity. Mm, okay. The biggest thing I talk about this a lot. I talk about this about this on the stage. Uh, the one thing that can melt masculinity is femininity. Hmm. And what's so funny is that we've played femininity to be a weakness and not a strength for far too long. When it's one of the mm-hmm. biggest strengths that women have, just like men try to talk their masculinity, yeah. but femi- we've seen. Men start wars and kill people over women. That's we've true. seen, we've seen for the those women who are doing the corporate thing, this that and other, and then the sister comes in with the the breasts all up in the air. She has a nice dress on because no one can wear a dress like a woman. Right. No offense. No, to that, my, you're right. Uh, folks you're out right. There. <laughs> Except RuPaul. RuPaul gets away with it. But other than that, I mean, no one can really wear a dress like. <laughs> but, but um. But that woman that comes in to work with the dress on and she goes up and she drops something. Mm-hmm. You see guys falling over top of her. Everybody's at her at the water corner. And the woman's yeah. like, why are they? Oh, they just acting like that because she got a dress on. Yes. Because yeah. she has a dress That's on. Right. That's and right. And guess lady. what? She has a right to. You're a woman. Yeah. So, so and, and sometimes I say be womanly. And we definitely not talking about chauvinistic because I've had more women in business help me than anybody. You know, and more women mentor me than anybody. Shoot, I, the, the work I do with Sheen Magazine and and being able to um, interview Miss Kathy Hughes and, and um, anything that I do going forward with any entities out of that, you know, it. There, women, especially 
um, especially black women, I'm a black man. So especially black women in my life have been everything. They're the pulse of why I'm here. So, so not saying that, not saying that I'm not open to date anyone, but I'm saying in my preference, yeah. I've dated he's everybody. Black man. And he's a good looking black man, y'all. Oh, thank you kindly. <laughs> thank you kindly. Put it out. Put it out. But we'll, look, we'll you post his have, picture online. Have, there you go. <laughs> you're going to have so many women calling you. Before, yeah. Yo, let me tell y'all guys, y'all got to do a show and just imagine how the <laughs> conferences and forums she do about to be yeah. lit. It's like it was 25,000 yeah. we'll, women in that arena. We'll have Troy's information no. up, ladies. <laughs> but please don't do like, I. oh my God, I hosted a, a Rest in peace to my guy, Dave Crump. I hosted a speed dating joint back in the early 2000s, I think, when I had my, was it before I had my radio show? I think I had, might have had my radio show. I don't know. But speed dating joint. And these were black Christian women. And it was at this nice, uh, you know, community center. We had the food and everything. And it was 60 women and 12 guys. Oh, and I'm going to talk to y'all more about why women always come out in flocks and it's hard to see a lot of guys coming out to everything. But they looked up and said, all right, you too, Mr. Host, because we need 13. <laughs> and Troy makes 13. And Troy makes 13. <laughs> I was like, God, y'all are just, oh. how are you? The guys are just sitting there, we looking like visions of sugar plums dancing our head, just smiling. <laughs> all right, whatever's going to be. The women arguing and stuff. Man. Whatever's going to be, I guess we work it out. Well, so going back to your dating life, because I'm sure you have a very robust one. What? Being a dating life. No, that's what. That's being the single that's... man that you are, you don't date a lot, Troy. I'm a full time. See, that's the thing about being, when I say full time father, that people don't understand. If I have my daughter, mm -hmm. now, like I said, her mom, her mom may travel for work, do different things. But if I have my daughter, you know, three to four times a week mm -hmm. on average. Okay. Um, if her mom's out of town, it may be I have her. Okay. Um, so, and figuring out, you know, how to move, how to do different things until it gets, especially when it's like winter, fall time, and it's not a lot of sports and everything going on, and we're still trying to figure out what she's into. Now she has to play. So, that's just a lot. You know, men are, compart men are pretty compartmentalized mm -hmm. in our thinking. Women are phenomenal. Women, you thank you. To, I mean, don't, I mean, come on. <laughs> I know you know at least one female that may have two, maybe even three kids. Mm -hmm. She works. Yeah. All of the kids are in sports or yeah. something. She takes them where they need to go. She got the the babysitters, everything, and they juggle that thing. And yeah. she see, and you're like, girl, let's just go out. And it seems like when they go out, some may complain, but some not always complaining. Mm -hmm. Some some have a rhythm. Yeah, I actually do know. Uh, a few women who are like that. They've got it together. I, I've seen, I used to see that back in the day before I had my daughter and I had no clue mm -hmm. what it takes. I have one. Well, some say it's easier when you have multiple children. Mm, some, some I think it's just women. I think women, okay. I just, I think women have a capacity to think about different things and operate. And, and a lot of times, like I said, it's not chauvinistic, but if you see women with these admin, um, executive, administrative assistant or, or mm -hmm. secretary or nurse or even in corporate, even, even, even vice president. I think the reason, no offense, and I hate to date this, but I think the reason we can have a president that's 98 <laughs> is in Joe, Bi Joe Biden. Joe Biden is not God, 98. Love, he is you, 97. I, <laughs> I love Joe, but 
man, when I see him talking and the way he's turning and stuff, I'm like, Joe turning like he's really, I think Joe is, he's almost, he should be 80. He is. I think he, he came in at 78, 80. right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. So we got an 80 year old president and he's kind of slow. He's moving. Now he mm-hmm. runs sometimes and he's in shape. He, he, if he gets you in his, and he hits you, he's yeah. going he gonna to get you. But <laughs> I don't think he could do this without Kamala. You know, mm-hmm. having Kamala Harris as the vice president, mm-hmm. you know, we, we know in the next year or so, mm-hmm. believe me, um, I don't know if America is at the numbers yet where we're fully, where America will fully vote her in as president. But God forbid something happened to Joe. I think we're going to be just fine. It's it's just the it's just the yeah, nature of, of a woman being able to a, multitask. And, and and here's something something fun. Another thing is that that I'm you know I'm a I'm in my late 40s, so I'm not I'm not dating for kicks as Prince would say. Okay. So uh, <laughs> he ain't say dating. That's what Prince said. <laughs> Just for kids? No. Yeah. Uh, um, so I'm not doing it just for kicks, and I'm looking for something different. But something I talk about that we all need to do, and I'm getting more into doing, okay. is just dating. Yeah. Just meeting people and finding good and having a good time. But I got back into doing more more events and, and monthly events. We have meet and greets and stuff. So you always Which meet meeting opens up people. your world. Oh, so the criteria for potentially meeting your daughter was that what you were sharing with me? She no, it it had to be serious. She has to be okay. No, it, it had to be serious because because I look at I look at certain criteria. If we just kicking it, we're getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. That's all good. Like I meeting, I, like I meet, I do meet people all the time. But I think the misconception a lot of times is like, oh, that guy looks good. He seems like he got it going on. He said, right? no, no. Not only do I. Now in full time, I ain't I ain't balling like that financially. I was like, I, I go out on a date. It's like you going out on a date, you might be able to do a couple dates a weekend. But you, I'm I, meeting women that I'm meeting women that go out three times a week. I love your honesty, Troy, because no, you're I'm right. Serious. As a parent, you know things cost money, especially when your daughter's looking at you like, uh, <laughs> still growing so and I'm, eating. I just ate all the food you made yeah. for lunch. I know you make homemade food. Yeah. And I, plus, I'm I'm different. I make a homemade breakfast for my daughter. My daughter has some food allergies, so I make a homemade breakfast. Mm-hmm. I make her lunch homemade. Okay. Usually I try to. And that's also a bonding time for me. She may not know. Mm-hmm. She may be like, why don't he just give me some Subway and some yeah. Burger King? But after school, she's like, can I have some Burger King? Yeah, yeah. But nice. every day that stuff kind of adds up. It and, does. And if you're a entrepreneur, at-home dad, this, that, another, it's a different feel. Yeah. So, but going out on a date costs money. It and, does. And I say this, I have to say this. Um, to women as they meet women. Why does God do this? He seems like he's not really interested. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's probably tight for that person financially. Even if they got even if they got a nice car. Yeah. If, if you gotta you gotta remember if people have the nice car, the nice house, the nice like you said we were talking earlier about mm-hmm. guys who are who are uh, maybe fifty and over, mm-hmm. but it seems like they're doing well. But they got five, six kids, yeah. four kids, All hike, place. you know, and, and you're like, <laughs> and, you know, depending what your situation is, if he's if he's a responsible father, good father, child support, mm-hmm. who knows what the situation is. Plus, you just don't know. You can't what we learn in business. You see somebody and you think that person is is wealthy because they have A, B, C and D, mm-hmm. but you don't realize what they really have going on. So yeah. so it's a it's a whole thing when you take time. Then you want to spend time with someone. Now, I'm still kind of old school. I love to cook. Okay. If I ask a woman, what do you like to do? And she's like, oh, I like to travel. I like to do it. And it's like, okay, back it up some. 
we like to do like every day. Locally, yeah. Right, locally before we get to the travel. I, I, I love it. Look, I love I love going to Cancun. I ain't never been there. I love going to Cancun. <laughs> I love going to Cancun. I ain't never been there. Yet. Going somewhere you've never been. Right. There you go. <laughs> some some of these women are so well traveled. I'm like, well, do you cook? Well, you know, I really have time to cook between it. You had time to cook for you? Well, people's priorities are different. Some would rather see the world while they're still young enough and they can still enjoy it. And cooking that, is just that, not what's as the mis- What do you think going to happen to you important. that you can't enjoy the world at, at, at 60? I mean, you might not. If that hip replacement comes in at 58, oh, you Lord. might. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've been going hard in these streets. No, I. You know what? Three of my best uh, female friends are in their early sixties, mm-hmm. and I. I, I don't want to say this because they hear it later and they're like, "Uh, what are you trying to say? I ain't look good in my forties." <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying a lot of them look healthier. Some about black black women are vampires. I think. I, I think. I love it. They look. They look. I know women in their sixties that look better and seem like they're doing better than they were in their forties. And I think just because, I think it's also wisdom. Mm-hmm. I think it's also knowing your body, your mind, your heart. Yeah, um, knowing what yeah. your limits are. As you but age. did I answer the question about the meeting meeting my daughter? That's when it's really serious. serious. So you've um, only had one so far in the almost twelve years that your daughter has been yeah. here. Only one woman. Yeah, she's okay. met she's met female friends of mine who I may do business with, or or they're cool and you know. But then okay. there's no romantic, no romantic, there, right? So if a woman again, this is a thirty-five and up crowd. If a woman is dating a man with children. Is there anything she can do to make him feel more comfortable to introduce her? Be yourself. Okay. Because if you whatever you do that's fake, it's gonna go away as soon as, as soon as this kid do something crazy, mm-hmm. or you, <laughs> or it's slick or whatever. You know, just be yourself. And 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 the biggest thing to know is that, um, and I, I've said this before, and I don't care how people take it. I'm getting a little older, so I don't care how people take stuff. <laughs> um. A man who is heterosexual and has certain things going on, be it business-wise, not even just talking about somebody like me, but Mm business-wise, usually they're not looking for that. Okay. They're not always looking. I have a friend in Hawaii who's a business guy, software developer, makes good money, got a home in Hawaii, but he's in Hawaii. Um, But some of the things he's looking for are old school. Is there a traditional woman that may want to have kids, may want to be married? I Mm -hmm. take care of everything. She do A, B, C, Mm -hmm. and D. But- you know, he's a short Caucasian brother, real funny, hilarious. But we talk about that sometimes. And I talk about the cooking piece. And people are like, oh, I, why is it that the woman got to cook? I was like, slow down. I said, cooking for me is a love language. The reason I talk about cooking is because it takes time. And yeah. if I cook for a woman, if certain people I know that love to cook, cook for somebody, we're waiting to see. It's a servitude thing. Mm-hmm. Like my next book in the Butt Neck and Honest ser- series is... uh. Uh, her butler, his maid, finding gratitude and servitude towards your mate. We forget nice. that we're supposed to want to serve each other, like we want to do for each other. Mm-hmm. And now it's more like a, you know, and it's right. If everybody's on this, I deserve to be treated a certain way because I've been treated so you made yeah. a bunch of bad decisions, male, female, whoever you are, yeah. and you want to be treated a certain way. That's right. But we get this bravado about it mm-hmm. versus thinking that we don't have to still be a servant to this person that we want to be servant. It's reciprocity. And it's important, especially if you're dating someone with children to be able to see that. Yeah. See some kind of loving. Is this person always a hundred miles per hour Mm -hmm. and everything is something else. Everything is someone bringing something to you, Mm -hmm. everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But 
certain people are looking for the slowdown. You take a beat. If, if, if I'm with this person, are they here or are they on a time clock? Now, is it easier to date a woman with kids? Um, you know what? It or is depends. your preference a woman without? It doesn't. That doesn't really matter. Okay. It, actually, it never mattered. Even when I didn't have kids. I remember meeting women that were older than me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if I wasn't really settled and, and having a conversation with them and, and them saying, you probably want to have kids, though. They already had kids or they mm-hmm. couldn't have kids. And I always would be like, well, no, if I'm, I'm here. Yeah. And I try to be, the biggest thing I try to be is present. So I'm not judging anybody for any back and forth, but can the person be present? Mm. If we're, if we're, if we're on a date, if we're getting coffee, if we're eating, if we're at, at a home eating, yeah. if, can you take this person around your friends? Can you take this person out, out, out? Remember, I, I still do, I do entertainment. Yeah. So if I do have this lady on my arm, can I take her somewhere and she be cool if we're both mingling? Yeah. You go your way, she goes hers. And because I'm I'm networking to me, yeah. it might be an event I have to do. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I started and this and this caused some problems in, in a couple of different relationships where I start, you know, if I'm working an event, if I'm mm-hmm. producing a, a lot of times people don't know if I'm if I'm hosting an event, mm-hmm. usually I'm co producing it. Meaning that I have a hand in the background, yeah. the artist that it. So I may be there to host, but I'm floating. Yeah. So I don't always. I might have to go out of town or whatever. I'm not always inviting somebody to come to an event. Why don't you invite me to your show? Because you're working. I'm working. <laughs> and they don't always get that. Yeah. Because it's not going to be if yeah. I if I have to get there early and then I have to leave two hours later mm-hmm. or another business meeting comes off and you see that person. No, no, I'm all right. No, you're not. No, mm-hmm. you're not, baby. I can hear it in your voice. See the see your shoulders drop, and every every time I look over, you're like the wave, the wave. Don't forget about hey, me. Don't forget about yeah. me. Oh, here we go. Oh man. So with that, because you are very busy with all of the things that you have going on, you do travel. You're raising your daughter. How can a woman feel comfortable knowing that she will never be the number one priority in your life? You know that's that's a good question because because I've heard I've heard that before from from women. I just want to know I'm number one. I want to know I'm important. And what women have to know, not just from me, from a from a man. Like I said, there's there's guys that may make way more money than me, and way more busy, and way more kids, okay. or no kids. Um, but his time is time. The one yeah. thing you can never replace is time. That's right. Um. You can always get more money, um, but you can't get more time. So it's not a fact if she's, she's always, my woman will always be number one as queen. Okay. I only have one daughter. My daughter will always be my number one child. Mm-hmm. Mm, I see what you're saying. And there's a misconception. I've heard this before and I've seen how people act that, I had a friend ask me one time, it's like, all that love you show to your daughter, do you have any more love? For I said, love is not encompassing of who you give it to. Love is supposed to be unconditional yeah. according to wherever it goes. And it's not finite. It's not finite. You have some for your daughter. You have some for your, you know. That, that's, yeah. that's the thing. My, I have one daughter. If I had two children, guess what? I'd probably, even though I might not like them the same, I'd probably have the same love yeah. for both children. And I've talked to people about it, individuality. 
But my woman is my woman. Okay. You know what I'm saying? My queen is my queen. So, so she's a priority in her lane. She's her priority. She's, yeah. She's, now, okay. if there's something that has to be like, I need you to only think about me right now. It's like, who, what? <laughs> if how, how is that? If, if we're together and this now, if something happened to her, if something, if she has the main event, if something, if she it's just me you. and her, if yeah. it's a vacation, yeah, it's just you. Okay. But who in life mm-hmm. thinks about, just one person all the time. Yeah, I hope not. That's there. There's <laughs> there's clinical terms for that. They don't have a life. <laughs> right, right. And that's called codependency. Yeah. So well, so you got to be mindful that that yes, this person will be number one. But I think especially for for people to have children, they get it. They get it. But what about those of us who don't have children and we know we're not really ever going to be number one. But it's difficult because we want to place you as our number one. No, no, this is not one and only. If that woman has a job, you're not. If that woman, let me tell you something. I well, don't after care. five, if I clock out at five, there after you go. Five, you're see, my number one. See that after but I'm five, not your number one. After five. So how can true? See, what I'm saying so. So it may not be for, for just like that person. It, when you say number one, mm-hmm. if you're the number one person, you have to have enough self confidence that you're the number one person. When y'all are away from each other, like grown some grown women I've talked to and stuff like that, they were like, look. If I got to worry about what he doing every time he away from me, you don't want him. I don't have to. That, yeah. I don't want to live that life. Yeah. Um. So that's what you have to. You have to. You have to take and know that when this person says I love you, and I want to be with you and only you, mm-hmm. that that's what he mean. We all have self confidence issues sometimes. Mm-hmm. But and and I want to make sure that I'm clear. Number one to me means you're his one woman. Okay. And. When it comes to prioritizing things, have to prioritize things accordingly. But if you met this person mm-hmm. and they had a schedule before you, male or female, and they had a schedule before you, what makes you think that everything, you can never assume that everything is going to stop no. and line up with no. what you need. It, it should yeah. shift. It's going to shift every time change. you add something. Right. Yeah. So Every I, time you add something to, yeah. your, to your life, mm-hmm. there is a change. And sometimes people mess up because they don't. They don't. A child they comes won't. along. You don't. You don't change. <laughs> a person comes along. You don't want to change. Yeah. You know, there's change is inevitable. It's the one thing in life mm-hmm. that's inevitable. So. Well, as we wrap up this episode of Fortyish and Searching, I did want to ask one more question. Mm-hmm. Um, what should a woman know about dating a man who's considering? If she's never dated a man with kids, and she's met someone, or she's considering being more open to the idea, what should she know? Somebody told me something when I first realized that, okay, I'm about to have a child and me and my daughter's mother, we're bumping heads, but we, we probably, we may not be together. How does that work? Because that's not, that wasn't in my plan. And even though my daughter was on purpose, that wasn't in the plan. And a lot of people are going through that right now. They didn't, their plan was, I know people that's been married 20, 30 years and they, they about to call it quits. 40 years. I talked about it in my, my first um, pilot. That's nothing new. That's yeah. still happening. People have been married 34. People waiting for their kids to leave the house. They got what 20-something-year-old. They just waiting to leave. Yeah. And they're like, what happened between you? We were just together for you, baby. Uh, but one thing to know is that, and my friend told me this, and I was like, how do I do this? She was like, just don't let anything fall through the cracks. A lot of times, single parents, unless they just have a very good balance of how they do things, they just don't want to have anything fall through the cracks and disrupt everything. So... Um, you see it a lot of times where people talk about being someone's peace. 
I've heard that. P-E-A-C-E, not just the P-I-E-C-E for those that want <laughs> You don't want to be that. Sometimes you want a peace, but uh, you need some peace. We always need, <laughs> guys always need peace. Right, right, not on the side. Now, two peace in the business. Ooh, Lord. Um, but um, I don't know any black man that's going to pass up a two piece in the business. Um, that ladies. Um, but just the peace side, you know, when do you, what does that person desire? And I, I like to use the word need because we always say we want, I don't need anybody, but I want. And we do, men want to be needed. Mm. I think some women want to be needed. And it's good to know because if you're needed, you're there. If you want something, your wants can change. Exactly. Exactly. Your wants, yeah. our wants change all the time. Yeah. Um, but your needs are things that are essential to you. We need peace. Yeah. We need life. Mm-hmm. We need sustenance. We need yeah. love. Yeah. We need touch. We need sex. We need Hello, other. ladies. Actually, you need sex more than men. Okay, that's another. Look topic. it up, women. Uh, you you guys, you don't realize how much <laughs> your body needs sex, women. Whole other thing. We'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> but but yeah, it's just it's just finding out. Be yourself, but I think we need to get back to loving to serve one another and see each other happy. Like, how can I help? Because some of the things we're doing to our bodies, wardrobes, all this stuff have nothing to do with what a person needs that we're into. But you also have to be into this person. There's no greater intimacy than finding out what a person needs and trying to assist that. So find out what the single father or full-time dad needs. Find out how to be his peace. P-E-A-C-E. Yeah, right. Okay. Something. Bring okay. peace to a situation, if, especially if, for the person that seems hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where that intimacy. Now, I know we talked about it before. You want to make sure you can trust a person before you bring them to your home or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that's why I talk about cooking. That's why I ask women how often they take baths. You ask that. Oh, how often do you take a bath? Really? Not not just a shower, a bath. Wow. You know why? No, why? Because a bath takes time. If a woman is into taking a bath, running bath water, lighting candles, and I know some business women right now, I ain't got time for that. I shower, I get it. I get about the shower thing. But a bath takes time. Some people don't want to sit. I heard women say, I don't want to sit in my own yuck. I was like, <laughs> if you got yuck, nobody's going to want to sit in your yuck. I was like, shower first and just soak. If I was like, yo, have you ever been in a hot tub? You know, have you ever been? What is it that you enjoy? Do you get a manic patty? Mm-hmm. Do it? What is it that you? Because if you've been, if you like being pampered, it, there's a reciprocity going. If you like feeling being pampered, you know how it feels to be pampered. Yeah. Then you may want to pamper someone else. Okay. And especially if he's a father, he's going to need that pampering. Yeah. It, even if he doesn't know. There's some guys yeah. out here with some scraggly feet and mm-hmm. the hands look yeah, like I've they've been throwing them. bricks. <laughs> they probably been throwing bricks. Yeah. It was yeah. just hardcore. And if you, all of a sudden you're talking to him one day and you take, let me do something for you. He's like, what you doing? What you doing? And you take some warm water with mm-hmm. some little, uh, a little palm olive in it yeah, and, and do his nails mm-hmm. and, 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 Massage, even if you don't do nothing to his nails, buff his nails a little bit. And he may have never had a manicure. Some of these guys, some of these guys, I, I, I don't know how to, but, and take some lotion and moisturize his hands. It may seem funny. Some of y'all are like, who wants that done? But take some lotion and moisturize your hands, your man's hands. And if you really feel good about him, <laughs> I, I look, look, I was about to say feet. You should have seen your niece's face. <laughs> well, she looked down at my shoes. Look, my feet look like a baby's. Baby's ass. Uh, 
not exactly like a baby's ass, but it's soft like this. <laughs> but if I, t- but she it's looked good. down at, when I said hands, she looked down in my shoes. I'm thinking, just now. what's next? Right. Hey. But no, I'm here for it. But I, you don't know. Yeah. All of a sudden, what can you do to uh, old school? And I know we're talking a lot about old school. Mm-hmm. But and it goes both ways. Like ladies, if you're if you feel like, well, I'd like if I if I am able to take care, if a guy can take care of certain things for me, I can take care of certain things. Yeah, but where does it start? See so, that that weird that weird yeah. thing that we do. Yeah, the chicken or the egg. Yeah, which so how are you gonna start it? Take take help take care of him. And then as he sees that and as his schedule and time permits, if you help him be a king, don't you automatically become a queen? You do. It's just we're not sure for those who already have little princes and princesses. We're just not sure. Oh, no, that's the child. See, that's what you have to make sure. But it's a conversation. Yeah. So that's why conversations are so important. That's why communication is so important. But understand this, women. um, Communication means the transference of information. It does not mean to talk. So if a woman is a talker mm. and the guy is not, mm-hmm. some of these things like the lotion on the hand, um, if you know how to do a neck or back massage, rubbing rubbing the massage, you got a bald head, rub his head. Uh, you ain't got to, and you ain't got to be on all the heads yet. You just rub the head on top of his shoulders. Troy, what you said this is a dog show. I ain't, I ain't even getting loose there. <laughs> Wait till next time y'all hear me. Um, so so I'm really just talking about I'm I'm, I'm you know sensuality. Anything that deals with the senses. Okay. A lot of times if a guy is tired and something humps in a chair and falls down and he slouches his shoulders and mm-hmm. slouches in the chair. Back in the day, uh, grandmothers and mothers used to be like, hey, when your father gets home, when your grandfather gets home, mm-hmm. don't be making a lot of noise. This, that, and other. Yeah. He's going, he's be sitting quiet. in his chair. He's sitting on the side of the bed. Yeah. He's going to the bathroom for an hour. He mm-hmm. tearing that bathroom up. Leave him alone. He yeah. could be reading the paper. He's like, this is the first time he got to sit and no one asked him, hey, where's Charlie? Is Charlie around? Charlie, somebody's at the front desk. Charlie. So quiet. Did Charlie got the port lip. You know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob, we got, a, we got a meeting. Peace and quiet because he's trying to get his head straight. And home used to be that. Now our home is like a, a way station. Hey, Hey, what you gonna order? You gonna order something to eat? You gonna order something to eat? You sit there, you eating food. You ain't even changed out your work clothes. You yeah. still got your suit on. You trying to go on your phone. You look on. You give them your phone. Phone is the only entertainment. We look down and say, "Oh, that was funny." That was a, did you see that meme? Instead of talking to one another, so it's a base. I, I work on it with my daughter now. I know she hates it because she got everything tablet. She got an iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. She got tablet. I don't got that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She can talk to anybody everywhere. So it's it's just the the thing of. For the woman to know that your guy or the guy you're interested in may want to treat you like the woman you are. Now, if you feel like you need to be treated as a princess because you may not have had that father that did that. Okay. That's another that's another scenario. But you he, he you can still be his woman, his queen. You can still get something that he does not have. Even though he has a princess. His or princess prince is his daughter. daughter. Okay. You know, the love he's trying to give to you is some grown woman stuff. And, you know, it's the same women that don't want to be called girl. I'm a woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. So find ways to, it's the reciprocity of servitude that I think we're missing most. I think that's why I deal with helping men and women communicate better in love. And a communication piece is the, you know, I love to cook. Yeah. So that's my, just because, and mind you, she doesn't have to cook. I love to cook. Yeah. But I I look at how much time does the person have when they're with you if they're not living with you. And if they're present. If they're present. Okay. Well, on that note, that wraps up this episode of 40-ish and Searching. Troy, thank you. 
for <laughs> for opening up to us about your role as a full time father. Yeah. Um, is Th- that's there... a first? That's a first. I don't think I've went this in depth about some of the things that I think about and are mindful of. And some people are like, I don't agree with that. I agree with this. I don't, but that's great because you got to hear yeah. just from my heart. Yeah. I like that. Are there any parting words or advice to women who are looking at dating men who are full-time fathers? Um, Just take time and listen. Okay. Take time and listen. And um, I, I take it you met the guy if you've already seen the guy. And you see he has kids. And also pay attention to how attentive he is to his kids. If he's parenting or if he's spoiling, that's another big thing. Because if mm-hmm. somebody, you're talking different to somebody, if it's a person that just spoils their kids mm-hmm. um, because they may feel guilty or the kid just has an upper hand, then you, you're going to have some problems there. Um, I'm not that dude. I'm my Betty raised me. I'm a little <laughs> old school with my daughter. And she looks at me like I'm crazy every day. Like, what did you do? What? She was like, you know, I can just reach on phone. No, get the dictionary and open up. <laughs> I love it. Actually, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I know some of these word, new words ain't in the dictionary, but, you know, so so just it. you have to slow down when you're with a guy who has children, especially if he's present. Okay. You have to slow down and pay attention. And and hopefully he does the same thing because everybody's not. Yeah, you do have some guys that they don't have mental space for mm-hmm. somebody. But if a guy is interested in you and he seems like he's making an effort and he has children, mm-hmm. yeah, take take time. Take time and really, it, it's going to be a slowdown. Okay. It'll slow you down a bit. He probably has the same kind of routine that he does all the mm-hmm. time just to get through his days. All right, ladies, you heard it here. Slow down and be his peace. With that, Troy, tell us where we can find you. Any upcoming projects? No, y'all ain't looking for me. No, no. <laughs> Trust me, they'll I be see what y'all doing you. now. Uh, is this Troy? I heard this podcast about you. Um, no. Um, uh, if you're in Los Angeles, uh, every first Sunday we're at Blue in Hollywood. Uh, I believe we'll keep. We should be rocking for a while, but it's a great networking event for business people and stuff like that. It's a. It's a Blue is. Uh, uh, is at uh, the Breakfast Club. On, on Vine in Hollywood. So, but on social media, you can find me anywhere and see some of my upcoming events. I'll be in Atlanta in April. Haven't been in Los Angeles coming soon. So on social media, Troy Rawlings, T-R-Y-R-A-W-L-I-N-G-S. Uh, I'm the bald headed comedian dude. So it's not hard to find. The good looking bald head oh, comedian you, dude. You, you. <laughs> you okay. should see her cheeks, y'all. You should the ones on her face. <laughs> you know it's always fun. <laughs> any comedian knows if you can get somebody rolling you can you get them we'll get her we'll get her well, and this was the light show so i could imagine <laughs> Woo. we need a live show that's what we should be doing right? we, that's that's kinda, um, I'm, I'm sure your ladies are gonna be so with that ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to this episode of 40ish and searching you can find us online all of the social media handles 40ish and searching or you can go to our website 40ishandsearching.com and until next time i hope you find what you're searching for